every hour of power, High Energy Catholic Radio. <laughs> this is uh, Blue Collar Catholic Radio. I'm reporting for duty. Terry, what about you, my I'm friend? I'm reporting for duty, Jesse, and it's an honor and a pleasure to share the gospel with people every single day. Uh, I say this because this is what we wake up to, uh, and it's awesome. And i, I got to just say one thing, Jesse. I had a young man come to the chapel. His mom is dying. He was a Catholic when he was a little boy. He was at the chapel. Unfortunately, his whole family had left the Catholic Church. They were high masons. One's an evangelical. And I spent a significant amount of time sharing the gospel with them. And I'm hoping and praying that we can help bring them back. So I'd just like to ask our listeners to pray for those souls. And I know Jesse meets people every day like I do who are away from the church. And someone sends them our way. And we play our part, but we need prayer support, Jess. Yeah. And we need the people to be praying for conversions of sinners and folks that are away from the church. Jesse, you picked it today. You've got nine in ten Americans have concerns about the Biden's physical and mental health. Hmm. And also, five ways President Biden did the opposite of his promise to restore the soul of America. And we've got much, much more. We're going to end on a good note, too. But I wanted to... Just say that for my good to know file, talk about praying for priests. Jesse, this just came across the line. Uh, the priest who was the head of the pontifical missions for the United States of America says, okay, I admit it. I broke my vow of celibacy. I'm going to step down. So I want to pray for Father Harrington because I'm, cons I, I'm concerned about a lot of our priests who, you know, we, they get the, the news from the top of the church saying, don't be, don't get so worried about the sins below the belt. Right. Well, you know what, Jess? Our Lady of Fatima said more souls are going to hell because of sins of the flesh. So I'm going to go with Our Lady on this one. Okay? So let's pray for our priests that they can keep their vows. That's what I'm saying. Also, one more thing. Talking about the Biden administration, the retail sales tumbled almost a percent in January, much more than expected. And what's interesting the building materials, garden stores, are especially weak. And one of my neighbors is a, a builder, and he, and he said, I can't believe it right now. The business is terrible. I, I, I'm, I'm scrapping to get something to work. Do you have anything for me? I said, no, I don't. The point of it is, uh, I believe, Jesse, this is just the tip of the iceberg. We're going to see some economic downturns in this country because we've had some bad decisions at the top. If, if, if. We don't get a new president. Yeah, well, I yeah, well, we have to get a new president because look what the mess is. What did I tell you today? I went and got gas here, folks. Four dollars and fifty-eight cents for the cheap gas uh, today. In Unbelievable. California. I have a couple of news items. The Bishop of Austin bans the traditional Latin Mass. He says he's just following fiducia supplicans. Yep. And he's the bishop now that's in charge of Tyler, Texas, as well. So. I'm sure Tyler, Texas, will, if they have a Latin Mass, it'll be they next. They do. They do. It'll be, it'll, it'll be banned because... It's already been banned. Okay. There you go. See, I'm, yeah. I'm, late, to, I'm late to the party. Yep. Also, an atheist uh, was appointed. Vatican Atheist Vatican appointee says pro-abortion UN goals should form bases of common good. The Pontifical Academy for Life member Mariana Mazzucato... Why is she there? Su ...suggested a redefined framework <laughs> for the common good aligning... With the UN Sustainable Development Development Goals and Eco Globalist Sentiments expressed by Pope Francis, 
So I don't get that, Jesse. She's an atheist and she's running a department in the Vatican. I mean, what other company or even on a secular world, why would you put somebody who doesn't buy into the mission of the company, which is the Catholic Church, to be in charge of something? He's putting some bad people in charge right now. But Pope Francis is also another one. He's picked a non-Catholic scientist who yep. helped create the, the abortion-tainted COVID-19 vaccine right. to serve as an ordinary member of the Pontifical Academy for Life. The Holy See press office announced Saturday that the <laughs> Holy Father appointed Hungarian-born Katalin Kariko a lecturer at the University of, of Sedgo, whose estimated net worth is $5 million to the Vatican's prestigious pro-life <laughs> body. Kariko is a senior vice president and head of the RNA-based protein replacement therapies at Biotech, the company that developed the COVID-19 vaccine with Pfizer. Sick. Let me just tell you, Terry, tell this me. man is putting the Marxists and modernists in high positions. And there's only one thing. He's either, I don't know, he's either uh, losing his mind like Joe Biden yeah. or Terry, or this is a plan to destroy the church. Yeah, yeah well, it's either look, one. Yeah, A or B. He's yep. either losing his mind like yep. Joe Biden or this is a plan. Also, um Father James Martin has just uh, performed it again. another, and it's on social media. He, yep. he blessed another homosexual couple. He said their old acquaintances, they go way back to, uh, I think he said junior high. Uh, and so there he goes again, blessing homosexual. I thought and, they're not supposed to bless Jesse, homosexual couples. Nothing happens to him because it's Father James Martin. But if somebody does something orthodox in the church, then they get penalized. Like Bishop Strickland, there's a good example. Holding to the deposit of faith. He gets investigated. Father James Martin, he gets patted on the back. No good deed goes un... What's it called? No. Unpunished. Unpunished. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Also, Biden admin rules uh, submits a rule to force all public schools in the U.S. to embrace, embrace LGBT identities. Can you get that? You, yeah, you that's imagine sick. That? Also, Trump wins in New York Times focus group. A large majority of participants mm -hmm. in New York Times... Uh, a group of undecided independent voters from around the country picked former President Donald Trump over Joe Biden. Uh, so that, that's uh, that's that's a uh, that's a bright light in 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 the in the right direction. Also, Mayor Adams says sanctuary sanctuary status ties his hands in New York. Yeah, Mayor Adams is complaining this week that the sanctuary cities <laughs> it, it limits his ability. It's crippling the, the local welfare system. Yeah. He says, I cannot break the law and enforce the law. I can't deport. I can't stop people from coming in. Repeated criminal behavior. I can't report to ICE for deportation. So he's be, he's very frustrated. Also, he should be. New, new Catholic Medical School in the works, St. Padre Pio Institute for the Relief of Suffering School wow. of Osteopathic Medicine awesome. is slated to open in the campus of Benedictine College in Atchison, Great Kansas. school. Yep. Backers say it will be the first U.S. institution fully committed to training doctors to adhere to church teachings about the dignity of every human life. And finally, Biden uses the KKK Act against pro-lifers. The Biden administration's Justice Department has come under fire for prosecuting and convicting numerous pro-life activists under the Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances, the FACE Act. But in the latest case, the administration convicted a group of six pro-lifers for violating what's called the KKK Act. Unbelievable, Terry. Help us, Lord. Amen. How about some soul food, unless you got some more good to know about? Let's get some soul food in our souls. Speak, Lord, your servants are listening. Luke chapter 9, verse 22 to 25. Jesus said to his disciples, the Son of Man must suffer greatly and be rejected by the elders, mm -hmm. the chief priests and the scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. Then he said to all, 
If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. What profit is there for one man to gain the whole world yet lose or, or forfeit himself? The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I'll tell you the verses that jump out at me was uh, verse 22. Mm-hmm. The son of man must suffer. This is the first of several passion predictions in the Gospel of Luke. He also says that in chapter 12, verse 50, chapter 17, verse 25, and chapter 18, verse 31. So four times does Luke talk about the passion of Christ. And and uh, Jesus here begins to clarify that his mission, it's not earthly and it's not political, but it's one that entails suffering. He's supposed to be the suffering servant of Isaiah. That's right. Suffering and death. And so he's not a political messiah. He's the suffering servant of the Lord. Also, verse 23 jumps out at me where it says, take up his cross. Remember, the cross is an instrument of torture. Mm -hmm. And so what does that mean? It means that Christian discipleship following Christ is going to be costly. It's going to be painful. It's going to be involves, uh, you know, sacrifice. It's going to involve self-denial. And for some people, even death. Mm -hmm. So what's necessary is the uh, is perseverance. Perseverance is necessary to follow the way of Christ on a daily basis. Terry? Well said. Let's bring the smartest guy into the room right now. All right. You know, Jesse, we see all these terrible things going on, and some people say, why is God allowing this to happen? Well, here's what Bishop Sheen says. The evil, because there's evil going on in this world, Mm. the evil which God permits must not be judged by its immediate effects but rather by its ultimate effects. When you go to a theater, you do not walk out because you see a good man suffering in the first act. You give the dramatist credit for a plot. Why can not you do that much for God? In other words, Jesse, God's going to bring good out of this evil. And how does he do that? Look at World War II with Nazis. Look at the heroic things of St. Maximilian Kolbe is an example, you know, laying his life down for a man that was going to be murdered by the Nazis. So God's going to bring good out of it. And even with the evil that we're in right now, uh, we'll see it. We won't see it, Jesse. We're too old. But years later, when it's all done, and we see what heroic acts were there done, and how people were brought to the faith through the suffering, this is going to happen. But we can't see it right now because we see so much evil inside the church and also outside the church. And I'll tell you, Terry, tell me. The, it's uh, the the worse things get, the darker things get. Oh, yeah. The more uh, the more people are the more the saints yeah. are going to delight in the goodness of God, his right. justice, his mercy and in heaven. Well said. It, it, they, they really that are. works. That's how it works. Yeah. It, it your, your delight and joy is going to be in proportion to what we suffered in this world. Amen. Sign me up. Hey, when we come back, 9 in 10 Americans have concerns about Biden's physical, I might add mental health. And what's that all about? We'll find out more when we come back on the Terry and Jesse Show on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. <laughs> Jesse, there's no grass that's going to grow under our feet, brother. Every second, I was just on a phone with another benefactor at the urgent need. That's just like... What else is happening, brother? Hey, we're talking about nine in 10 Americans have concerns about Biden's physical and mental health. Well, I'm one of them, Jess. 
Yeah, uh, and uh, Breitbart put out a, a, a good article, yeah. and uh, it says a whopping 89% of Americans, 89%, get that, Ugh. have concerns to varying degrees that President Joe Biden lacks the physical and mental health for a second term, according to an NBC News poll. Right. The poll published Tuesday ahead of Biden's press conference. And by the way, there's there's a bunch of clips you can watch on your oh. own where it shows, you, you could see that his... Uh, his mind and his mouth are not engaged anymore, Terry. They don't, right. They're not. You you could see that. So there's a bunch of clips. You can you can watch them on your own by going, getting this article on the show page, vmpr.org or jesseromero.com. But uh, it says that President Biden lacks the physical and mental health for a second term. The poll published Tuesday, ahead of Biden's press conference Thursday, where he was grilled about his age and mental acuity, and you could tell he was getting mad because I watched. Oh, the video. big time! He gets mad. <laughs> It found that 62% of registered voters nationally have major concerns that he does not have the necessary mental and physical health to be president for a second term. Another 14% have moderate worries, while 13% expressed minor concerns. Conversely, just over 1 in 10 of the registered voters responded. They say that they had no real concerns about Biden's physical and mental health if he was to serve a second term. Hmm. The poll sampled 1,000 registered voters from January 26th to January 30th, and the margin of error is plus or minus 3.1 percentage points. The survey was released before the special counsel Robert Hur's report on the Biden classified document case was published Thursday, where Hur cited Biden's memory as a factor mm-hmm. in the decision not to prosecute. An excuse, huh? okay. On. Well, if they don't want to prosecute him because of his mental condition, then why is he president? Exactly. He shouldn't be president then. Um, this, is yeah. the, this is the hypocrisy stinks here, Terry. Yeah, it does. It does. And, and Jesse, that would be like me. You, people who don't know me have never met me. I'm going to tell you that I'm not bald-headed, Jesse. I'm not. Come on. And I'm not five foot five. I'm six foot five. I'm really six five. But you see, Jesse, reality says I'm not six foot five. And reality says this guy's got a bald head. And what Biden is telling us is he's in great shape and he's making all <laughs> kinds of. Ver- I mean, it's just like the emperor has no clothes on, dude. Hey, you know what he tries to do, Terry, Tell to me. convince people that he's in good that he's in good shape. It's Notice when bike, the, he, I seen it. Yeah. He knows when the cameras are on oh, him. Yeah. He'll he'll like he'll start. He'll like uh, get on a bike and yep. fall down or, or, or he'll walk <laughs> fast. Yeah. You'll you'll see like he'll like like jump up on his toes Shuffles. and like yeah yeah and, and walk fast when the cameras are on him yeah. like he wants to show like wow this guy's really has a lot of virility a lot yeah. of energy so it's it's all for the camera yep. but when the camera's off of him he he you see how he walks mm-hmm. he takes about six inch steps he shuffles he shuffles Terry I know I know yeah you know what it reminds me of Jesse if see if you remember back in the seventies um, uh, the uh, the Democrat um, president. Uh, Jimmy Carter, they would take a picture of him carrying big luggage packages, like, you know, he's, his luggage onto the plane. And uh, what, later after his presidency, we found out that those the luggage he was carrying were empty. He was doing it all for the eye of people watching him carry his own luggage. Oh, and so wow. these things come out later after the presidency because people speak later about this. And I bet you $20, Jesse, we're going to have People come back and say, yeah, Biden would do these X, Y things. And, you know, we were thinking, oh, my God, we can't get we got to cover this because 
This is our president. He's, well, Terry, he's, Terry wow. you're, you're right about that. One, one of the things that came out early about the mm-hmm. Biden presidency, and you'll remember this. I do. I knew where you were going. It was all over the Internet. Yep. It, it was it, uh, like the first year yep. he was president. Uh, they were saying that he would defecate in his pants. Yep. And the CIA, they were the, the, his, the Secret Service. These guys were like, oh, no, we've got to change his diaper again. They were all like fighting. Like, I don't want to I don't want to be the one uh, uh, guarding the president today because he's going to poop in his pants. Yep. And we're going to have to change him. Yep. And so among, among, that came out like the first year. Then all of a sudden you never heard about that story oh, you keep again. That quiet. Yeah. Yeah. You keep that quiet. But uh, back back to the article, it mm-hmm. says, here's a double standard. Yeah. So the report says the investigation uncovered evidence that President Biden willfully retained and disclosed classified materials after his vice presidency when he was a private citizen, but does not establish guilt beyond a reasonable doubt. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because his last name's not Trump. That's why. Exactly. Yet Hur's assessment of Biden's significantly limited memory also played a part in his decision not to prosecute. That's we have, yeah, we have also considered that at trial, Mr. Biden would likely present himself to a jury as he did, as he did during our interview of him as a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. The report states based on our direct interactions with, with and observations of him, he is someone for whom many jurors will want to identify reasonable doubt. But Terry, he's not the he's not the the sweet sympathetic Uncle Joy. He's a mean man, and that's the guy running the he, country. He I mean, he's a mean, nasty man. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the Biden Biden addressed the nation after the release of the damning report regarding his recall. Mm-hmm. The evening devolved into a disaster for oh, the man, president. When he began fielding questions from the press who grilled him about his age and cognition. It's all on the video. It's there <laughs> for those who don't believe in, it. In, in one exchange, Biden snapped at a reporter after she raised Americans' concerns about his age. Mr. President, this is what the reporter says, for months, when you were asked about your age, you would respond with the words, watch me. <laughs> Many American people have been watching and they have expressed concerns about your age, she said before Biden interjected. He says, that's your judgment. That's your judgment. The president replied with his brow furrowed and finger pointed. That's not the judgment of the press. They express concern. The the reporter says they express concerns about your mental acuity. They say that you're too old, Mr. President. In December, you told me there are many other Democrats who could defeat Donald Trump. So why does it have to be you now? Listen to this. The the reporter (laughs) fired back. This is funny. Biden responded. Because I'm the most qualified person in this country to be president of the United States and finish the job I started. Unbelievable. <laughs> finish the job he started. He's destroying the country, destroying the world. So finish the job is like full destruction of America, full socialism, full depression, and and, and, and World War III. That, that's the job that he started. And let me just ask one question. <laughs> this was a question that was asked back in 1980, Jesse, when we were young men, okay, when Reagan was running. And the commercial said, because of Jimmy Carter's high inflation, they said, were you better off four years ago? If the answer is no, then vote for me. And I'm thinking, that's pretty simple. I'm not even going on the moral issues, which which are most important for me. (laughs) But were you paying $4.50 a gallon for gas four years ago? $1.85. Yeah, and what were you paying for your food bill? 
state and energy. Everything's gone up these four years. So I'm just asking that question. Were you better off? If you don't think you were better off, then why in the world would you vote for a guy who just put you behind, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars more expenses from your uh, family treasury? Uh, it just doesn't make any sense financially. Morally, absolutely not. But even those who are secular people, look at the performance he's done and ask yourself, are you better off? Your answer is going to say no. <laughs> Sorry, during the during the interview, yeah. Biden was giving a speech. He called the Egyptian president, his name is yep. Ab- Abdel Fattah el-Sisi. Yep. He called the Egyptian president the president of Mexico yep. in another embarrassing moment. Uh, Terry, uh, as they as they say, uh, you know, in, in NASA, Houston, we've got problems. Yeah, and, and I understand, Jesse. Let's just be honest. I don't mean to be beaten up on the guy. I want you to be praying for Joe Biden because he has a soul like us, okay? And he's baptized a Catholic, and he's promoting all kinds mm. of evil things from killing unborn babies to promoting uh, sodomy and in trying to, to uh, attack the Catholic Church for being unpatriotic because of its love for truth. I mean, these are evil things he's doing, but we need to continue to pray for him. But here's the here's the kicker for me, Jesse, and that is how in the world they put this guy, remember four years ago, they hit him in a basement. He didn't even go out and promote himself like Trump did. And I'm, I'm just wondering, the guy, if he, if he, is he going to do the same thing now? Is he just going to hide and hope that people will vote for him because he's got the name as the president of the United States? It seems to me that people need to be educated on what this man has done for the past four years because I just don't believe, I'm going to be honest, I don't believe people would vote for this man in the next election. And if it does, I, then I, we got problems. I just, I'll just say that right now, big time. Terry, and I'll tell you, for people like Joe Biden, here's here's his problem if you, from a Catholic perspective. Biden embraces the heresy of Americanism. Yes. What do I mean by that? Oh, yeah. Politics is his religion. Okay? So when you look at the Democrat Party and his Catholic faith, what, what reigns over the other? His Democrat Party politics. That's called heresy of Americanism. Yep. So th- this is... This fake Catholic Joe Biden and his administration, we've entered a period where the Democrat Party's legislation is America's religion. Because that's how they that's how the Democrats look at uh, their their party. It's a religion. And it reminds me, Terry, of a of of a proverb, proverb, chapter twenty nine, verse two. It says this and this describes the Biden presidency. And this describes the Trump presidency. Look what it says. Proverbs 29, 2. It says this, quote, when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. Yep. But when a wicked man rules, the people groan. I'm groaning. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Jesse, you know what? I got to tell people right now. I forgot to mention we're doing this. This segment was brought to you by Tan Books. Go to vmpr.org. Click on Tan Books logo on our website. Shop your, you know, go get good Catholic books from Tan, and they're also going to give us a little support for vmpr.org. Also, Jesse, I just want to let people know this is important because the Spiritual Warfare Conference is coming up. You can get uh, the 
conference live streamed and recordings. You want to uh, get instant access to this high-level education presentation by Father Chad Ripperker, Liberal Christie, and Bishop Joseph Strickland. Make sure you sign up for the newsletter for vmpr.org for any updates and on the in-person uh, attendance. So go to Virgin Most Powerful Radio, and then you can get the latest information on the spiritual warfare conference that we're having. And I might add, Jesse, uh, we are growing out of St. Joseph's in Pomona. We're now looking at another secular venue that will hold a lot more people. So thank you for your support, folks. When we come back, five ways Biden did the opposite of his promise to restore the soul of America. Stay with us. You're listening to The Terry and Jesse Show on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Wow, Jesse. Welcome back, folks. Yeah, it's amazing what's going on in our culture and our church. This is a, a political commentary, okay? But it says five ways Biden did the opposite of his promise to restore the soul of America. I can go 50 ways, but let's go with the five in this article. Jeff. Look at look at the background, Terry, of that picture. I, I see it. Okay. See the way it's, it's like that, that red and black? Yeah. Okay. That's the way it looks inside uh, of a satanic temple. Wow. That ba- wow. That, back- that background there, Terry, that was done on purpose by his handlers, by the staff. That's a satanic temple background. Okay. That's reddish and black, I just like that. Yeah. Uh, no, that's not a coincidence, by the way. Just I'm just pointing that out. So number one. The candidate, uh, well, uh, Joe Biden sold America a bill of goods back in 2020 when he was a candidate. He said he was running for president to restore the soul of America. And, and no, to, to sell the soul Des- of America. Destroy the soul. <laughs> yeah. And promised unity over division. But his administration has arguably been one of the most divisive in U.S. history. Number one, I'll do the first one, policy whiplash. While Biden wrongly suggested Donald Trump's presidency represented an aberration from what America stands for. Yeah, yeah. Make America great. That's an aberration. Okay. Biden himself has not governed as a return to normalcy president. On the contrary, he's given the, the U.S. a form of political back whiplash. From his first days in office, Biden rushed to reverse nearly every move his predecessor made. Trump designated the, uh, the, the how this in Yemen a terrorist group. Biden reversed that decision before hastily designating them so last month again a terrorist group. Yep. Trump had instituted the immigration policies like remain in Mexico and negotiate a safe third country deals with Central American nations. Biden tore those up. Trump signed an executive order requiring federal agencies to speed up the process of correcting, disciplining, or firing employees who underperform. But Biden rescinded this. Next, Harry. Oh, my number two, an aggressive social agenda. That's an understatement. Mm. If President Barack Obama exasperated the cultural war... Biden has hypercharged it. After the May 2022 leak of the Supreme Court draft opinion overturning the 1973 abortion Roe versus Wade, pro-abortion vandals targeted at least 88 pro-life pregnancy centers and a whopping 228 Catholic churches, according to Catholic Vote. Now, these attacks involved a threatening message such as, hey, if Roe isn't safe, neither are you. That's a threat. 
The Department of Justice failed to prosecute most of these cases. Well, no surprise. Meanwhile, however, the FBI arrested a friend of ours, pro-life activist Mark Huck, charging him with violating the Freedom Access to Clinic Entrances Act for allegedly pushing a pro-abortion activist outside an abortion clinic. I want to make that corrected a little bit. He pushed him because the guy was up against his 12-year-old son yelling at him, and I would have done the same thing. You're supposed Dads are supposed to protect their kids, and if you're going to go to jail for protecting your kids, so be it. Okay, a jury ultimately acquitted Mark Huck, but that doesn't minimize the ordeal he went through. That's for sure. The DOJ under Biden has charged at least, are you ready, 26 pro-life protesters for violating the FACE Act. Continue, Jesse. Associate Attorney General Vanita Gupta yep. admitted in December 2022 that the June overturning of Roe increased the urgency of the DOJ's work, mm-hmm. including the enforcement of the FACE Act, to ensure continued lawful access to reproductive services. This fit with Biden's July to, uh, 2022 executive order mm-hmm. marshalling the federal government to defend re- uh, reproductive uh, rights after the Supreme Court overturned Roe. Meanwhile, Biden has also gone out of his way to champion transgender orthodoxy. His executive orders reorganized federal government around the idea that biological sex matters less than a person's stated gender identity, and he aggressively promoted openly non-binary staff like Sam Brinton, mm-hmm. transgender officials such as such as Rachel Levine, oh boy, and and social media influencers such as Dylan, Dylan Mulvaney. Biden even had to had had to ban transgender activist Rose Montoya from the White House after an incident in which Montoya, a male, reve- revealed his prosthetic breast toplessly at a Pride Month celebration last month on the South Lawn. Unbelievable. Biden's also uh, pressed the transgender issue in schools, even though polling shows most Americans oppose gender lessons for kids and support parental rights on this issue. Next, Unbelievable. Yeah, the demonizing concerning. Parents, concerned parents. Remember this. This was 2021. The National School Board Association sent Biden a letter liking parents who protest school district policies to domestic terrorists. Can you this this one remember happened? I'm like, really? Unbelievable. Documents later revealed that the White House had worked with the social boards group to draft the letter. They were in bed together. The school board association later apologized. Why? Because everybody got mad at him, right, for this letter. And the Justice Department rescinded a memo it issued based on the letter. But the incident revealed Biden's approach to concerned parents. What's the message here? We have to push back on this stuff, Jess. The Biden, continue, Jesse. The Biden administration released a domestic terrorism strategy in June 2021 Mm -hmm. after consulting extensively with a wide array of experts. Those experts appear to have included a far-left smear factory, the Southern Poverty Law Center. Big time. In a call with donors, uh, Southern Poverty Law Center President Margaret Hung bragged that the Biden administration reached out to her organization for advice to help shape the domestic terrorism strategy. As I wrote in my book, Making Hate Pay, the Corruption of the Southern Poverty Law Center, the SPLC weaponized its history of right-suing KKK groups into bankruptcy to demonize mainstream conservative and Christian groups, which it puts on a hate map alongside KKK chapters. Unbelievable. The SPLC smears 
led to a domestic terrorist attack in 2012, and an SPLC lawyer got arrested on domestic terrorism charges last year. Amid a, raci- amid a racial discrimination and sexual harassment scandal that led to SPLC to fire its co-founder in 2019, a former employee called the hate accusations a highly profitable scam. <laughs> Despite these scandals, the Biden, the Biden White House hosted SPLC leaders and staff at least 11 times, and Biden nominated an SPLC attorney to a top federal judgeship. Wow. Show me your friends and I'll tell wow. you who you are, Jesse. Recently, recently unearthed documents showed that a leading education department official mm-hmm. met with SPLC staff in 2022, one year before the SPLC put parental right groups such as Moms for Liberty on its hate map. Number four. Oh, it's a big one. COVID-19 free speech suppression. Check this out. After the Biden took office, the White House, and we knew this, moved to suppress what it called misinformation on the COVID-19 mm. pandemic. Mm. Biden claimed, are you ready, that social media companies were killing people by allowing vaccine misinformation. Documents released in the Twitter files. Oh, you continue, Jess. I've got it printed out here. Blacked out. Oh, okay. Uh, doc- um Yeah, documents released in the Twitter files and in legal cases show that the Biden White House repeatedly pressured social media companies to remove misinformation on COVID-19 vaccines and other... Yeah, we were one of them. I remember. (laughs) They removed us, our channel. Go ahead. (laughs) Facebook admitted that it suppressed often true content about people's experiences with the vaccines. Amazon bowed to White House pressure to suppress certain books that express skepticism about vaccines. These attacks on free speech have led moderates to join conservatives in condemning the Biden administration. It backfired on him, Jesse. It really did. <laughs> Number five. I can't even believe, Terry, all this is happening in the country. You've under our to, watch. Yeah, under our watch. Under the, uh, I was going to say Brandon, the Biden administration. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, number five, extremists. Biden has re- repeatedly demonized his opponents, branding them racist or extremists. When states moved to institute protections for election integrity after many officials loosened voting rules during the COVID-19 pandemic, Biden demonized those efforts as racist. Right. He even said of Georgia's new voting law that it makes Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle. Wow. (laughs) Shortly after Biden took office, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin directed the military to observe a one-day stand-down to address extremism based on some reports that service members took part in the Capitol riot on January 6, 2021. Yet a a Defense Department commission study on extremism in the military not only found little evidence to suggest the military is more extreme than the general public, but also warned that efforts to root out supposed extremism may harm recruitment. Yeah, You think? Yeah, they're down in all four branches. They can't get... They are way down. And they've lowered their standards, and it still isn't helping. Yeah, high school dropouts, you right. can, you know, drug addict, yep. yeah, illegal alien. That's right. Sign, sign us up. According to a December Pew Research Center survey, only 24% of Americans surveyed say they are very or somewhat confident that Biden can bring the country closer together. In 2021, almost half of Americans, 48% surveyed, expressed confidence in his ability to bring unity even self-identified Democrats who mostly expressed confidence in Biden's ability to bring unity in 2021, 74%, appear to have largely given up hope of such unity. Only 42% of Democrats expressed optimism in December that he can bring unity. And Jesse, just to keep the pressure on, 
I want to say kudos to the Catholic League. I got a, a document in front of me that shows the FBI stonewalling about its spying on Catholic churches. The League is demanding answers. The FBI is trying to poo-poo any of this and saying, oh, well, we don't have documents now. And I'm glad that the Catholic League, Bill Donahue, is saying, look, guys, you know, full disclosure, let's call it for what it is. And so I, I think that the, the answer is, let's put the pressure on the Biden administration to do the right thing and rather than uh, continue to corrupt our culture even worse than it is. So, again, I asked this question, Jesse, four years ago, were you better off? I don't think so. This, this, this administration has been a disaster morally, yes, but even uh, on the financial Look at inflation. Mom and dad are listening. You know, thousands of more dollars it costs you to feed your kids uh, now with this inflation. So it's a horrible situation that the Biden administration has done. Jesse, That's we're going to take a break. I hear the music. Yep. What do we got next? Uh, next, we're going to talk about the seven sorrows of Mary, awesome. why you should know them and pray them. You got it. You're listening to the Terry and Jesse Show, Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Stay with us. We'll be right back after a very quick break. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. Jesse, have you noticed you and I have always done this for years, problem-solution. The problems of the culture, problems of the church, and we always end with the answer, and that's our Catholic faith. And so this topic is the seven sorrows of Mary, what you should know them and pray them. Jess? Uh, so a little little secret. I'll just give you a little insight into Chad, maybe? <laughs> my, my, my own. And, uh, uh, one of the things that I'm doing for Lent is I, I'm going to pray the seven sorrows every single day for 40 days. Awesome. Yeah, so that that's... I'm going to pray for 40 days to just focus on the passion of Christ through the eyes of Mary. Mm. So that's something I wouldn't just invite anybody says, hey, that's that's something good I'd like to add yeah. to my Lent. Yeah, sure. Pray the it, it's a, it's called the Dolor Rosary. Now, this spirituality here has inspired a, a young priest, uh, Chad Ripper, a young man to become a priest called Father Chad Ripperger. Yep. So much so that he left the FSSP in good standing. And he started his own traditional order of priests. They're called the Deloran Fathers. Okay. Yes. The Deloran Fathers. So that's it's an it's an order of of, of exorcists uh, that are dedicated to simply full time exorcism and, and spiritual warfare, and also the Latin Mass. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so let's let's take a look at this uh, this article. It got some really good insight. Mm-hmm. Yep. The seven sorrows of Mary are important to us. To, to know and to pray, they're all based on Scripture and help us to recall Mary's role in salvation history. Yep. Through the practice of praying the seven sorrows of Mary, which dates back to the 13th century, there's been a resurgence of this devotion due to the apparition of Our Lady of Cabejo that took place in the 1980s in Rwanda. It was there that Our Lady urged people to pray the seven sorrows. And by the way, that's one of those apparitions that most people don't know about. No. Yeah, and it's... Uh, it's it, it is said that Mary revealed to St. Bridget of Sweden seven promises to those who will pray these sorrows 
after reading the promises, you will surely want to implement this devotion in your own prayer life. And I'll tell you, I'll just give you a little secret on on this, mm-hmm. uh, and this will be helpful for men. Father Chad Ripperger, he says that one of the ways, and Kyle Clement and Dan Schneider, that they've come up with a kind of a, uh, a meditative program to help men break pornography. Mm-hmm. Guys that are steeped in sexual sin and the soil of pornography, what Father Ripperger and the Liber Cristo team, they, they tell the person, is they'll tell them, is uh, pray the seven sorrows of Mary and pray it for 90 days straight every day. And as you're praying those, also make sure you can look this, you can look it up on the internet, on your iPhone or a book, look at a, or a crucifix that's bloody, mm-hmm. gaze upon for the whole time you're praying, a bloody crucifix of Jesus Christ, a bloody one, not yep. Okay, like the ones you usually see in Mexico. That's exactly okay? what I was going to say. Mexico's yeah. got beautiful... Yeah. St- uh, yeah. So, Father, uh, Dr. Schneider and Kyle, they say when a person looks at the bloody corpus of Christ, especially his five wounds, mm. and just just meditates for 15 to 20 minutes, and they're praying either the seven sorrows of Mary or they're praying the sorrowful mysteries. But all they're doing is meditating on the passion and looking at a bloody corpus or bloody pictures of Jesus, like from the passion on the internet. And just staring. Your eyes are locked as you're praying. What happens is that this, this purifies the mind. This, this cleans the imagination and the memory from all the images that you've taken in. It would be kind of like the way Father Ripperger and, and Kyle and, and Dr. Schneider, it's like Mary Magdalene. There's a tradition that Mary Magdalene, who was delivered from seven demons, the tradition is that as she gazed upon the feet of Jesus, uh, she this is what brought full liberation and from demonic possession. Yeah. And so Father Ripperger and Dan and Kyle, they say that when you're praying the seven sorrows or or the sorrowful mysteries, and you're looking at a bloody corpus of Jesus, make sure that you really fixate on his five wounds, specifically on his feet. The, by staring at the bloody feet of Jesus like Mary Magdalene, this is what brings liberation to a person. Now, why do they say to do it for 90 days? Okay? Good reason. Because, yeah, because this, now this comes from Father Ripperger's psychological training because yep. he, he's a theologian and he's also got a psychological background. A mental health, mental health book that he wrote, it's like about a thousand pages. <laughs> yeah. I, I got it, man. It's, he wrote it for psychiatrists, Terry. Yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, so he, he says that this has been proven in the brain mm-hmm. that when the brain, it's called the 2190 rule, yeah. that uh, when somebody does something or stops doing something for 21 days, like just to say, I'll throw something out there, stop watching pornography 20, for 21, brain, 21 days, what that does, it breaks the habit. 21 days breaks the habit, a bad habit. Now, where does the 90 come in? 2190. This is, again, this is a psychologist, and Father Ripperger employs this as well. He says this is good, and so does Dr. Louis Sandoval. 90, if you do something for 90 days, now it becomes habituated in the soul. And so if, you're, if you've been gazing upon the passion of Jesus Christ for 90 days, and you stop watching pornography, you break the habit, but you habituate the soul to really focus on the passion of Christ. And anybody who focuses on the passion of Christ, you look at all the great saints, St. Bridget of Sweden, St. Alphonsus Liguori, 
Uh, this purifies the mind because you can't embrace the darkness of, especially the sixth and ninth commandment, those sexual sins. Yep. If the mind is saturated with focusing on what Jesus Christ did for us, the passion of the Christ and the tradition of the church is that the crowning of thorns, that, what does that mean? That, that's, that's the area uh, where Jesus Christ, he suffered for us where he was atoning for our intellectual sins, the sins of the mind, yeah. sins of the memory, sins of the imagination. And then you have uh, the, 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 the flagellation, the scourging at the pillar, all the stripes on his back. Uh, the tradition of the church is that when you focus on that, that's what, that's what Jesus Christ, those wounds, he was atoning for the sins of the sixth and ninth commandment. Wow. And so the 2190 rule on the seven sorrows of Mary or on the sorrowful mysteries is 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 very powerful because Terry, even the secular secular people know how powerful this is. I'll tell you why. Tell us. You talk to young guys that are you know into really working out, like yeah. you know my boys, my in laws, sure. your your boys. <laughs> they, they talk to all young men. Yeah, they all know about this program. It's called P ninety X. P ninety X. It's a ninety day workout program to you know for young guys to get shredded. You know. Get a six pack. <laughs> it's a and it's a famous program that's used around the world by young men. Yeah, even even not so young, even middle aged guys use it. P ninety X, and also, even Catholic men have have seen the power of ninety. The Catholic men around the country, Excellent. there's a movement. It's called Exodus ninety. That's right. Where guys enter into a deep prayer, penitential, uh, ascetical practices for three months. It's called Exodus ninety. Yep. And so th- this is. This is well documented that what this does, this 90 days, it, it, it reorients the brain to start entering into that new, that new habit that you found. So just, I'm just sharing, you know, a little bit, I'm going to be praying the seven sorrows of, of Mary for the next 40 days for Lent. If some people want to join me, you can join me from your house. And Jesse, the seven sorrows, let's go through the, for we got time, yeah. the prophecy yeah. of Simeon. Number one. Okay. I'm going to, just because we're short on time. The flight, number two, the flight into Egypt. Number three, the loss of Jesus for three days. Number four, the carrying of the cross. And number five, the crucifixion of Jesus. Jesse. Uh, and number six. And number, number six. six, yeah. And we we're at the seven, two. Jesus taken down from the cross uh, is number six. Number seven, Jesus laid in the tomb. Terry, read the, the bottom of the promises to those who pray okay, the Okay, man, these are powerful, Jesse. Yeah, yeah. Number one, I will grant peace to their families. So who wants that? We all do. Number two, <laughs> they will be enlightened about the divine mysteries. Number three, I will console them in their pains, and I will accompany them in their works. Number four, I will give them as much as they ask for as long as it does not oppose the adorable will of my divine Son or the sanctification of their souls. Number five. Jesse, hit it. This is a good one. I want you to say it. I will defend them in their spiritual battles with the infernal enemy. Sign me and up. I will, and I will protect them at yeah. every instant of their lives. Gosh, that's a great look, one. Look at the sixth one. Hit it. I will visibly help them at the moment of their death. Sign me up. They will see the face of their mother. Wow. And other Mary, Mary will rush to your bedside with angels and drive out any demons yep. that are trying to steal your soul at the last moment that you're dying. And number seven, I have obtained from my divine son that those who propagate this devotion of my tears and dolors 
will be taken directly to this from this earthly life to eternal happiness since all their sins will be forgiven and my son and my, and I will be their eternal consolation and joy. You need to get this. Go to either jesseromero.com's website or vmpr.org. Get the show page because this is, you know, people, I, I got several people who just texted me that they're, they're really depressed. They're having all kinds of problems at home. Uh, let's, uh, let's give them an answer. And I think this is the definite answer. It's our Catholic faith with the seven promises to those who pray the seven sorrows. Jess, maybe it would be good for others to take up that Lenten practice. It's not too late. And, Absolutely, uh, you know, it's only day. It's only day two. Yeah. So yeah. And and then getting back, Jesse, just to let everybody know, I know we just got a minute or two, and and that is, all the things that we do here at VMPR, it's all about salvation. Some people just tell me, "Hey, you're talking politics." Well, you know what? Think about Catholics not voting with their Catholic moral conscience. Look what we got four years ago. <laughs> I mean, we tried to do our best to warn people. Did we not, Jess? You wrote a book on it, Jesse. And, and it didn't seem uh, like it helped. No, no but see, this is our position. We don't worry about the results of what Jess and I do at, here at Virgin Most Powerful Radio. You know what we worry about? Did we do our best in proclaiming the gospel and the truths of the Catholic faith? Did we help souls get to heaven? That's ultimately the answer to it all. Your thoughts, Jess? Yeah, Mother Teresa, St. Mother Teresa, she said something similar. She, you know, she she said that uh, uh, that it, all the labors that she was involved in, uh, she, she was not she was not concerned about results. She right. was concerned about faithfulness Amen. to her call. Yeah. Amen. And Jess, I give you this not question. Results. Exactly. Yes. That's why I ask you every day, Jesse. What state should we be living in, brother? Live in a state of sanctifying grace and become holy according to your state and life and don't live in the state of mortal sin. Jump off that fire, that frying pan as soon as possible. Get to confession. Join me in praying the seven sorrows of Mary for the entire time of Lent. This is day two. Wow. People are texting me about the seven sorrows of Mary. I knew it would touch people's souls, Jess. Hey, don't forget, Our Lady of Fatima said souls are going to hell because no one's there to pray and make sacrifices. We talk about it, reparation, atonement. Let's offer everything to Jesus through Mary and make everything efficacious in our life. I want to thank you again for supporting us here at Virgin Most Powerful Radio. May God richly bless you and your family.